what's going on everybody it is 9 p.m eastern standard time and it's your boys mike and mish fresh off of a trip to myrtle beach what's up mike yo what's up we're alive we made it it was a crazy Bare- trip we barely I'm surprised made it. we barely made it we barely made it out away from the arena yeah we almost spent the rest <laughs> of our lives there <laughs> that's a story that we could tell that will crack everybody up. But let's oh, just yeah. say, let's just say that Mike and I should have bought stock in Uber before that evening began. <laughs> yeah, we spent because, a lot of time in Ubers. Yeah, man. Uber, Uber, Uber. Like fucking uh long story short, we may have misplaced the keys to our rental vehicle. And uh we went from finishing up the event, pretty much done everything, heading out to to maybe have a great time at some after parties around one thirty ish, right? One one thirty. Yeah. To about five o'clock in the morning when a tow truck was pulling the fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> Got no sleep like usual. Shit. Just in a different, just just in a different way. Ugh. That shit was rough. That I shit was. was you know, I've never lost keys ever, uh, ever. No house keys, nothing ever. I have a van, I have a car, two cars, never lost any keys that are all of a sudden I'm like, where are those fucking keys? Where'd they go? <laughs> Dude, it was a disaster. Shoot. And you want to know something? Like before we get our guests on tonight, which which we have four guests coming on tonight. One of them's in the break in the uh waiting room right now. But dude, let me just tell you something. Do you remember how long I was on hold with the fucking rental car? Yeah, hour, hour and a half. That Yo. was the first time hour and a half and then she gets on the phone uh gets back on the phone with me and she's like yeah um we're gonna put you back on hold and we're gonna try to find you a locksmith and i'm like why don't you just call me back and, and like while we're waiting for her we're like looking up locksmiths on our phones and we're, and mike's like there there's nobody nobody's fucking open dude nobody's gonna come out here so we're like all right you know what i tell the lady just call me back and we'll we'll make it back here if you guys find one, right? And I, and we hung up the phone. I'm like, this lady ain't gonna fucking find out a locksmith. Let's get an Uber. We go to the Uber, go to the hotel. 45 minutes later, she's calling me. Yeah, I got somebody on the way out there. I'm like, motherfucking dude, <laughs> Uber, Uber, Uber back. get back, Uber back. We get back there. They get in the car for us. Uh, we we figure we can get in the car because we were pretty sure we locked them in the trunk. The car goes into like a security mode and locks up the trunk. We can't get in the trunk. No like, way boom. in the trunk from, <laughs> from the inside. We tried to rip the back seat off of that Dude, joint. It, it was fucking I think crazy. I bent the whole back seat backwards. I went into straight up Hulk mode for a second there, dude. It was fucking bad. And then like, oh, and and like, by, what are we doing? Oh, we're going to get a toad. Yeah, we're going to oh, get a toad. So they're like, you got to call back and start a new uh, new new work order new, or new, new work new order to get them to come to tow it so that i had to wait for them that was another hour and a half so uh, we went back to the hotel uber again and then so uber the next morning and then I mike's my like freaking luggage. yeah mike goes dude i used the suitcase my suitcase to bring the tripods and the wires and shit to the arena he took all his clothes out of the fucking suitcase he brings the suitcase so the suitcase is locked in the trunk. Yeah. This fucking dude can't t- bring his clothes home. So we Ubered a Target so he could buy a, a fucking suitcase to, to yeah. Uber Uber back to the hotel back so we could pack hotel. his shit so we could go to the airport. Yep. But then we got a ride from. <laughs> shout out Nelson, dude. Yeah. Shout out Nelson. Thanks for the ride to the airport. <laughs> dude, it good. was great. Anyways, my stuff through the mail now. So it was an amazing event. Always making memories fucking me and mike but uh 
We got four guests tonight. We're going to bring our first guest on in a second. We got uh, Cito Navarro coming on. He's making his uh, second trip to the Squared Circle and Knucklemania 3 against, uh, uh, is it Alex? No. Nick. Nick Gonzalez, right? Yes, Nick Gonzalez. Nick Gonzalez. And then we're going to follow him up with Noah Cutter, who's back in the ring again. And I can't, uh, he's fighting Santiago. Then we got Albert Inclon coming off a very impressive second trip to the to the bkfc ring that yeah, kid looked amazing against De- devin gibson the other night so we're gonna bring him on third and then we're gonna round it out with the with the former interim bantamweight champion going down to fight john dotson at knuckle mania three jared kid Gotti grant's gonna be coming on so without further Crazy. ado let's go ahead and bring in our first guest of the evening we have not seen him in a while we haven't heard from him in a while but he did impress about a year ago was it a year ago in New York? Yeah, it was in New Almost. York. Dude, it was March of March 2022. So, uh, 11 months ago. Yeah, that was a long time we, ago. Uh, Anthony Prater, right? Anthony Prater, body shots, ripping yep. through the ribs. And let's go ahead and bring him in here. Let's talk about it. Lardy Navarro, Slick Cito. What's up, buddy? What's up, man? How you guys doing? Yo. You know. You got- Cito. Cito. You can hear yeah, we can hear you. Can you oh, hear okay. us? Okay. You know what bothers me about you, my friend? I know you're our boy. I could tell you this. Um, you you come from Connecticut. You lived in Worcester for a while, or wherever the fuck up in Boston, up in the uh, in Mass area. But you got that ridiculous hat on your head. <laughs> Don't get it. <laughs> what the fuck is that? What is that garbage yeah. on your head, dude? You guys ain't the only one. My girl said the same thing. My girl goes. You live in Worcester. You live in Worcester, and, and you're a Yankees fan. You got to be a uh, like a Boston fan. I'm like, uh, I don't know. It's just like I grew up like with the Yankees. Like I don't know. That's just I don't know. Well, but I can't wear this. Around, we don't like, either. Yeah, I can't wear this around Boston, though. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why you're a boxer right now. Like yeah. You grew up wearing that dumbass hat on your head, and, and people be swinging at you in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, imagine like, oh, shit, what happened? What's up? <laughs> Yo, shit, out of nowhere, man. So, man, where the hell you been? We just got done saying it on the intro for you. Last time we saw you was almost 11, almost a year ago, 11 months ago. Anthony Prater, you go in there, you rip off them body shots, you bust his ribs up, and you fucking finish him in the first round. Everyone's thinking, man, there's a new kid on the scene here. This kid's going to start making some noise. And boom, 11 months later, we're finally going to get you back in there. It's a long break. What's What's up with that? Yeah, it was a it was a long break. I don't I to be honest, I didn't know what was going on. Um I mean one thing I can say is I'm really grateful um that I actually got the call and opportunity to perform uh, for BKFC again. I was just a little uh, upset and um impatient where like I had people telling me like, Oh, you're gonna fight this guy on, on this date, this guy on this date, this guy on this date, and then I kept saying, Yes, 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 I'm I'm down, I'm ready to go. You know, I'm like, we're, we're getting ready for the fights. I even, like, I remember when I was in Florida, I left there, and then for training camp, then I was told some bullshit news, and then I'm just like, you know, I, I don't like that. You know, I don't like the back and forth. You know, it's, it's more of, like, a communication thing, you know? And I know it's not just about, uh, it's not just me. I know other fighters that were uh, actually are going through the same thing I was going through, you know? Um, I think to be honest, it's, it's a business thing. I think they're trying to have like local guys, like, you know, sell tickets. Um, I think they're just trying to have local guys to sell tickets so the company can make money. And so, you know, it's a business so they can make money. 
But I was even willing to, uh, you know, let David Feldman or anyone know, like, listen, I, you could fly me out on, on, on people's hometown. I'll still whoop their ass. You know what I mean? I may not be a ticket seller, but at least give me a chance and opportunity to, you know, fight. You know, and everyone's saying, oh, just you're young, be patient, you know, and it's like, I'm like, you know, I understand that, but my time is now, you know, and I, and I, with all due respect, my time is now because why, why am I going to wait to like years later or like, do I have to be old for my time to be now? Like my time can is now, you know, and I have the opportunity, you know, to. Right. And you want to. How are you supposed to make a name for yourself if you're not given opportunity? I understand what you're saying. Like you, you feel like you're you're ready to make a name for yourself now. Yeah. No. So and I, yeah, and I feel like I'm uh ready to make my uh name for myself now. And the only reason why I say this is because I feel like the bantamweight division is on hold. Um, you know, Johnny Bedford is retired. You know, uh, I don't know what's going on with Jared Grant. Uh, um, you know, he's he's um fighting John Dodson at 125. So uh, you heard from Feldman himself, whoever wins that fight, they're going to fight for the title. Um, you know, um, I don't want to spill, spill the beans, but I heard like, you know, if Devin was to be, you know, Albert Inclan, he was supposed to fight, you know, for a title. I don't know. That's That was a rumor I heard, you know, against Reggie, you know. Um, and I just want to be that guy within time, like, you know, to build my name and, you know, get these wins and, you know, and I, and you know, go, um, come, you know, go for that belt. What What did you think of uh, Albert Inclan's uh, performance on Saturday night? He's in the comments right now. He's willing to fight you. He's saying that you have soft hands and all that stuff. He's complimenting you on the moisturizer that you use on your hands. It's, yes, must be what he's talking about. It, it must be what he's talking. But uh, he's going to be on the show a little later on. So if you want to like deliver a message right now, you can. Uh, what did you think about his performance Saturday night against Devin Gibson? And is that somebody that you'd like to throw down with sometime in the future? Um, I'll be honest with you. Um, first and foremost, I want to just say like you know, rest in peace to his mom. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of hard for a fighter to go through that. You know, um, especially um going through that mental state. So I have uh, respect for that that he still came to the fight. But um, on the other hand, I was actually impressed. I was like, holy fucking shit. I was like, damn, you look way better because, you know, I think he only has one fight. And Devin Gibson is a high-talented, you know, boxer. But that just shows the sport of bare knuckle where, like, stop. you, you can't really underestimate your opponent, you know, because I'm sure everyone was overlooking him and all that. But other than that, as I'm focused on, on my fighter, Albert Inclan, you can shut the fuck up, you bitch-ass nigga, all right? Because when we fight, it's on, you know what I mean? I, I, and I keep telling that nigga, every time when I see him on site, it's on site, you know what I mean? So I would love to fight I would love to fight the guy, you know what I mean? But he's too small compared to me, you know what I mean? He, he's way too small. He walks around like 115, 120. You know, I'm, a, I'm like 150, almost 160, you know what I mean? Like, that's my walk around way. And I feel like if we were to fight, that that's a bad fight for him, you know, not for me, you know. Um, but if we were to fight, I think that would be a good fight because he beat uh Devin Gibson. So it's like beating him is like, okay, that's actually a name he beat. So, you know. Um, sorry for my language, but you know, the hood just came out of me, you know. So 
I'll we'll blame it on the Yankee hat, man. That's all. That's that's a Yankee fan right there talking. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. There's no love lost between you and him because he's going off in the comments. You'll be able to read them all after this. Because I was going to bring a couple on the screen, but he's going off on you, so you're going to have to go back and read them, see what he's saying. Uh, Slick Cito, real quick, tell us what Cito is. What is Slick Cito? What does that mean? I feel like you might have told us in the past, but tell us again. I want to no, hear it. Cito, so, uh, no, that's just like in the Spanish term. Like, you know, my dad is also name is Lardy. So, you know, in, in the Spanish term, in junior, it's basically mean junior. Like so, small, I, yeah, because I thought I found something small, but there's other there's other definitions for it. And I couldn't, like, I was like, I don't know what this means. Yeah. I can't it's, find it's it. Spanish term, like Cito, you know, and slick, it was more like, you know, it's just, you know, Slate just came from like you know like how I fight like when I'm when I when I feel more confident, it's more like you know I feel more slick, yeah. But not it's more and then my also my outside personality, you know what I mean. And you know my girl sitting next to me too, so like you know I just like to be slick like the way I approach, you know. And I could be slick with like joking wise or making like making fun of you, you know. It's like a personality thing, you know. Like oh he was oh that was slick that was a slick move. Oh, I saw what he did there. That was slick. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's how. Cito, where are you training nowadays? Like uh, last time we talked to you, I think you were staying down in Florida and training with Kevin. Yeah. Right? S- since then, you've uh, moved on to new management and you are no longer down there, I believe. Where are you training? Uh, who's your team? And uh, what kind of changes have you made from your first fight to your Next one, because your first fight, you impressed the shit out of everyone, like I said. Yeah, yeah. So, it, I mean, obviously, you can always make improvements on everything. So, uh, talk a little bit about, you know, after your first fight, what have you done with yourself in uh, preparation to get, get ready for this one? Um, Hey, man, you guys asked some good questions. That was a good question. Um, So, to be honest with you, uh, that first fight, I kind of was a little uh, disappointed because um, I'm a little bit hard on myself. I know I could do a little better. It's, the reason why I say that is because I felt like I was a little bit too stiff trying to feel it out. Um, and that's really, that's not how I fight. And my coach got uh, back home, you know, here, he was mad. He was like, Cito, that's not how you fight. You know, I get, because I, I, I don't fight flat-footed. You know, I fight, I don't want to say, you know, but you'll see, I, 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 you'll see at the fight, like, when I fight and I feel confident, like, I, like, I do something, you know, so... I remember uh, you get you get that last dragon glow around you. You never see last dragon before. No, no. Yo, so he's he twenty. Old. He's twenty one years yeah. old, Mike. I know, but you know, you this never motherfucker know. It's a was born. Movie. He was born. He was born when uh, Snoop Dogg was dropping doggy style, dude. That's true. That's true. Well, here's <laughs> some homework for you, Cito. Yes. Watch you that. You need shit. to look up the movie Last Dragon. It is good. It's. There's karate. It's funny. There's a lot of like memorable moments. And I don't know if Kyle, what, what mug are you drinking out of? You, you I'm drinking? not. Usually I got my who's the master mug, but yes. today I got so, this little turtle one my kid made. Basically, this dude's training. I'm not going to ruin it for you, but like when they become like, let's say like masters in their art, they start getting this glow around them when they fight and. That that means you're like fucking honed in, hundred yes. percent. You're ready to go, you know. 
Yeah, exactly. You can catch a bullet in your teeth and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, like I just had to be in that moment. Like I wasn't myself in that first fight. So when I was in camp, uh, my first time in training camp, I only like spar like once a week and I barely had any like boxing coach. I didn't really had any striking coach. Um, so I kind of felt like it was best for me to like, you know, especially in bare knuckle, like uh, the, the more fights I'm going to get, I'm going to start fighting tougher guys. And I know my opponent, he's a tough son of a bitch. You know, but I just felt like personally I needed to, like, make that decision and come home and train. I train in Worcester right now. Um, I can't get right. And I train with the best, you know, boxing team and and, um, and MMA gyms as well. Um, <clears throat> I've been sparring, like, a lot. Like, a, a more, i just been sparring a lot compared to, like, how I was sparring in Florida. They having me spar like three, four times a week, and I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, it's legit sparring. Like I I haven't felt that type of sparring. Like I'm sparring to the point where like I'm bleeding, like I'm I'm leaking blood and they're leaking blood, and and my coach is like, no, you got to keep going. Like you got to keep going because like you know because what happens when you do get hit, you got to know how to adjust to that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. He's like, and he's just like, oh, like be confident. Like you got this. And I'm like, all right, boom, cool. And um, so that alone, that's the sparrings alone is making me like more confident um, for this fight coming up um, because I know and believe that my opponent, he's not sparring the way I'm sparring. You know, he's not getting ready the way I'm ready. He's I know he's getting ready for this fight, but just the sparring alone is like I, I know I got this fight. Um, I've been sparring with uh, like high elite like level fighters. Um, and uh, I actually just got some sparring with uh, Jermaine Ortiz. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, he he just fought Lomachenko. Yep. And just that spot alone, I'm like, fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I can't that's hurt, something. You know, but like, just he that, did well like, too. Yeah, you know, yeah, he did. He did really good. But you know, just when I'm surrounding myself with those type of high elite level sparrings, like it just makes me like really confident, especially nice. when they're hard on me and I and I'm trying to adjust to it. Um, it's legit, you know, and they're having me tour to other gyms and. You know, my other coach, Chico, you know, shout out to him. Like, he's he's just having me spar with random guys I never heard of or never seen of. I don't know how many fights they got, you know, and it's just crazy, you know, and it, it's legit. It's just legit, you know, and I just feel ready yeah. for this fight. Sparring with guys of all sizes, I would imagine, not just your own size, whatever, whatever you got to do Zach to get Calmus. ready. Now you're going, yeah, Zach Calmus. Is he Have you have you thrown, thrown hands with he Zach He was with them the other day. Now, uh, Zach and uh, Blake, uh, Blake, uh, case, yeah, he's fighting in the New, New Orleans card. Um, he they actually came down to spar with uh, one of my boys, uh, Rafael. Uh, I don't know if you guys seen him, but uh, he was at the last uh, the Vegas tryouts. No, we didn't make it out there, and I didn't yeah. watch, I didn't watch yeah. any of the footage from it, so with him and uh rob perez I i'm sure you guys know i heard of him one night wolf yep. he was at the power slap oh power slap huh power slap from dana yeah. white yeah, what do you yeah, think yeah. about the power slap cedo what do you think um, give us your honest opinion about the power slap don't be nice no i think it's cool you know at first like <laughs> stupid you know but you know at the end of the day it's all social media attention you know that's my personal like my thought but i think it's pretty cool but personally, I just don't understand how they legalize that, like how Nevada legalizes that, but they won't legalize BKFC. It's just like a kind of that doesn't make is insane. 
Uh-huh. That is insane. Uh-huh. You know, nobody it's, knows. It's a mystery. Kind of, yeah, it's just kind of weird. not really. You know why yeah. it's not a mystery? We know why. Yeah. Dana know. White's got his hands in that slap league. And he's got his hands in that UFC, and he's also got his hands in that Las Vegas Athletic Commission too. Exactly. And everything else that goes on around that area, and he don't like people encroaching on his property. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> he's about to pull out the shotgun. I feel like in this world, it's not about what you know; it's about who you know. And I think as Dana White, like he got connections, he knows the business people, he knows the Nevada right. mission. So, and I know David Feldman, uh, I know he does too. You know, but sure. I just. I just feel like they're not appreciating Feldman's work. Like, you know, like he's trying to legalize these type of states. And I feel like they're really underestimating this, our organization and himself, you know? And I'm like, yo, just give the guy a shot, you know? Like, it's not Dude, bad. I don't you know? know I don't know exactly what they're getting paid. And I, I hear it's not all that much, but did you guys see, it wasn't Power Slap. It was some other slap league that, that like viral video of that dude's face that was all swole out. Yes. And it's yes. That motherfucker won that tournament. He won that tournament with that face like that. Do you know he what he made? $2,500. Oh, wow. That's way less than I was going to guess. Yep. I was going to say like 10 grand. Uh, to, to win the tournament. That motherfucker didn't even make five Wait, grand. And his face looked like Ouch. elephant man. Ouch. Wait, the whole tournament he kept that? Yeah, yeah. That's what oh, the dude made. I would have thought like it would be like ten thousand, twenty thousand. No, no, no. I see, but this that wasn't power slap. So power, I don't know what yeah. power slaps making, but this was another one of those leagues. Probably and more. That, and that dude made fucking pocket change to get the shit slap yeah. slapped out of him on fucking. I don't know. know. I think the, the <laughs> slapped the shit out of him. I think he just felt bad. Dude, <laughs> you you just saw that. <laughs> You saw the comment there? Did you see the comment? Is that no. why you're laughing, Mike? Dude, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you what Albert just said. Um, I'm going to slap Cito's face when I get my hints on him. That's what he said. Huh? This, he will he will not stop going in on you in the comment section. Constantly. I can't wait. I've he never, said he I've, says I've, you I've, you should go play in traffic I've, blindfolded. He is so obsessed on me. Like he's on he's riding on my dick and keeps talking about me. Like it's like, yo, like leave me the fuck alone. Like, let me breathe. You know what I mean? Like shit. All right. About me every day, every night he dreams about me. You know what I mean? Like, Let's go like this. Let's do this. Let's forget about that. Albert's yeah. gonna come on here and talk yeah. a little bit. You got a fight coming up. That's right. You got a fight coming up. Nick Gonzalez, Saint Nick. He's a local guy. Yeah. Did you know who he was prior to them offering you this fight? Because I honestly didn't. And me and I, me and Mike looked him up and we took a look at him. The last guy he fought was Patchy Mix, who is now like a, a heavy player in in Bellator. So he's a good. Mm-hmm. MMA fighter, a good bantamweight over in Bellator. Um, he has not fought since 2017, but he is a local guy. He's going to have the community behind his ba- on on his back down there. Um, did you know him prior to? And 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 what are you thinking about your opponent? So I remember. Uh, so I remember when I got the call, um, and when I saw the name, I was like, he sounds familiar for some reason. And I made that comment earlier, like, it's not about what she knows, about who you know. So I actually know some guys that know him personally. So nice. uh, I announced that fight. Uh, you know, I don't want to say names, but my boys was telling me, like, oh, like, you know, like, I know him, you know, all that. So and they were telling me, like, what's to expect. But <laughs> other than that, you know, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, he seems tough. He seems like a tough fighter. I got nothing against him. You know, I think it's going to be a great fight. Um 
I when I just saw the fight alone, it just didn't make sense to me because it's like I'm not underestimating the dude, but his last fight was 2017, and and um he he's told the whole world that from what I saw that he retired and he's coming out of retirement to do bare knuckles. So to me, it's like why? So I feel like he's just doing it for like, you know, because he saw like his guys do it. You know, I just felt like he wanted to get a taste of it. I mean, that's just my thought of it personally. It could you be know. that. It could be that, but it could also be like once you're a fighter, you're always a fighter. Albuquerque is one of the best fight towns you can ever be in. This dude grew up in that area fighting, and yeah. they offered him a decent paycheck to go fight in front of his people in the fastest growing sport in the world. And it probably, it probably, it, he probably wasn't like itching to get back in there, but somebody contacted him and they're like, hey, we got it. We got an offer for you. It's going to be on the same card as Austin Trout and fucking. Diego Sanchez, but you got to yeah. fight this 21 year old kid named Cedar Navarro. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's probably all it was. Yeah. And then I got nothing against them. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously I don't know him all, a lot like that. I mean, it's going to be a fight, you know? Um, but all I'm going to say is just like, I'm coming in a fight, you know, he's I, to me, he already said that this is going to be his retirement fight. You know, I got a long way to go, you know, like, He's to me, I, my mind says this. He's already thinking about making his last walk. I'm thinking about going in there, making a statement because I got nothing to prove. You know, what I mean, I, I'm already in the uh, the big leagues. You know, what I mean, I, I already made it. You know, I have nothing to prove. I just got to go in there, do my job and make a statement and, you know, and show people why, like, I'm I'm here for the, you know, bantamweight division. Uh, and honestly, what I think of him, I just think he's a basic fighter. You know, I just he doesn't like. In my in my opinion, there's no special combination. He doesn't throw any special combinations. He just throws like a one like one punch or maybe two punches, and that's it. You know, but I don't want to spoil the beans too much because yeah, I'm, you don't have to do that. You know, but I, I'm ready for this fight. You know, he can sell he can sell all the tickets he wants. You know, his family, his friends can be there all he wants. People can cheer. You know, people can cheer and boo for me, but I'm ready for that. You know what I mean? This isn't the kind of like. Doesn't that kind of like add to it? Like, doesn't it take a little bit of weight off of your shoulders that you don't no. have to? Sell? But I mean, like, you don't have to. The the BKFC is not like asking you to sell fucking you know ten thousand dollars worth of tickets. All yeah. you have to do is go to his hometown, whoop his ass, and go home with a fucking check. It's it's it almost seems like going to somebody else's town is kind of like a, a good yeah, thing. yeah no, a little no. less a little less yeah. to do but, a little less stress on you just a little it doesn't like scare me because uh when i was an amateur boxer like i i fought guys in their hometown and I, and they would boo the shit out of me you know and i had people Ooh, say like, you fuck you and i didn't even <laughs> they didn't bother me and i still whoop them you know so it's like that that to me it's like it doesn't like bother me you know i just i know what i got to do you know Dude. I, we can't wait to see you back in there. It's been far too long, Cito. Too we, long. we love hanging out with you. When we get down to Albuquerque, we'll we'll get together. We'll have some food and we'll we'll, yeah. do, we'll shoot the shit a little bit. Get back together. Yeah, uh, but we got a we got a fun game for you tonight. We're not speeding around you. We're gonna play a game called Guess That Word. And all we're gonna do, um, I'm gonna read you, uh, I'm gonna read you the question, and then I'm gonna give you three options, and you're gonna tell me which word you think the definition goes to. Okay, these are straight <laughs> out of Urban Dictionary, good. my friend. First one up for you. The female equivalent to cock block. Is it A, <laughs> twat swat? 
Is it B, clam jam, or is it C, muff stuff? Cito, what do you got? <laughs> what is it? No Googling. You should no know Googling. this right away. You got to know this right away. Uh, yeah, I see you looking over there. She's not going to give you the answers. <laughs> the uh, female equivalent to cockblock. What do clam- you say? What did you say? Clam jam. Oh, shit. And the answer is... Look at this Clam guy. Jam. This guy. Oh, that. One, one, right now, one it, for one. They don't call him Slick Cito for nothing. Number That's two. right. Okay, number two. Anything you take from the house of someone that you sleep with. It's A, a sleepsake. B, Netflix and stale. Or C, a scrivener. Mm. <laughs> scrivener. Oh, man. This guy's on it. Number Two for two, that- man. You got How'd you know that? Scrivener is the answer to anything you steal from the house of somebody that you have banged. There you go. And the, the last old one. The old scrivener. We all got a scrivener at, at our house somewhere. <laughs> all right. Uh, number three and the last one for you. Similar to arresting bitch face. When a guy looks just looks like an asshole, is he A, arresting douche face, B, arresting fuck face, or C, arresting dick face? Um, I think it's damn. <laughs> you know the uh, old RBF. I'm sure you run into some RBFs. You know, you just walk yeah, around. You're I, like, oh, what's her problem? Nothing. That's right. You, Nothing's her problem. RBF. No. Hey, did he <laughs> give an answer? What'd you say? Resting fuckface. Oh. It is resting douche face for oh. the law, but a two and one record is not bad. And guess that word. Good job, Cito. You are the slick one for a reason. Your social medias are at the bottom of the page for oh, yeah. everybody that's watching. Follow Sky up, subscribe to his OnlyFans, and see all the shit that he's doing there. I can't even imagine what that is all about. But uh, yeah. and well, use his yeah, referral code. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and use his referral code to get the app if you haven't already. Cito, take a minute, say some final words. Let us know what we're going to see when we get to Albuquerque. And then we'll um, get out here. I just want to say I want to give a huge shout out to Mission Accomplished, you know, for giving me the opportunity. You know, obviously, I, I actually watch you guys' podcast like all the time. So and I'm really happy for you guys, you know, and you guys giving me the opportunity to be on here. And everyone watching, you know, and commenting, you know, thank you for tuning in. But on February 17th, it's going to be a fight. I can't wait, you know, and I hope to see everyone there. And, again, I uh, just thank you guys. Uh, shout out to my coach, you know, Chico, and all my all the sparring partners and training partners, my sponsors. It's too many sponsors I have, you know, but you guys know who you are, and I thank you and appreciate it. There it is, man. Cito, we can't wait to see you down there. Um, Big Ben's asking in the comments uh, a question here, but I'll just ask you it this way. When you go in there, you go get your W. Are you going to have some names that you're you going to be ready to call some people out after this fight? You got some names dialed in? Oh, uh, I mean, when I mentioned that, that, uh, that Bantamweight on notice, because, um, I mean, I don't know, you know, I mean, I'm interested for the, I mean, I don't know who, uh, you know, Reggie's fighting for the, you know, for the Virginia, you know, hometown. But, you know, maybe uh, that opportunity, if we're, that were to come, that'd be an honor. But I don't think so. 
Um, but honestly, it's whoever like uh, Nate and David uh, throws at me. You know what I mean? Because they are, my my manager knows. Like I've been saying yes to all the names. So there you go. Whoever wants to fucking smoke, I'm I'm with all of it. You know what I mean? There it yes is. Yes to well, anyone. Yes to yeah. anyone, dude. We will see you soon. Stay active in 2023. We can't wait to right. see you down in Albuquerque. Uh, have yourself a great night, and um, thanks for coming on. Oh yeah, thank you guys. Have a good night. Take right, it buddy. easy, Take man. It easy. Yeah. Slick C2. Slick C2. Yeah, I like I like that kid, man. He's fun as hell. We had a good time with him a few times down in Florida. Yeah, yeah. Orlando was the or... last time that we saw him. Yeah, and my aunt, we hung out in Miami and yep. broke lines and all that Will, shit. With Will Smith and yep, Will the Smith. guys and the boys. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to message Noah Cutter. Yeah, hey, what's he doing? Is he cutting out on us? I don't know. You think he's uh, he's playing hooky? <laughs> What's he doing? Uh, I don't know. I'm just shooting him. A Let me tell you guys for... about. Okay, so if the friggin' rental car situation. So for those <laughs> who missed the beginning, I lost the key to the rentals. The first time I've ever lost keys in, in my life, and it's and I was thinking about it today, as if I was gonna find them. Now I'm not even in South Carolina anymore. I'm driving to work, and I'm thinking in my head like. Where did I put those keys? You know, like it's over. The situation's done. Now, on the way to South Carolina, we get on this plane, right? The plane ride oh, is supposed shit. to be like two hours long. Okay. And <laughs> dude, we get on the plane. They're like, oh, we got to put the defrost on the wings. Okay, cool. So we're sitting there waiting forever. What the hell is going on? Like 40 minutes goes by. They're like, oh, they ran out of the defrost. So they had to go get more. So we had to wait for them to drive the truck, fill it up, come back, right? Now, finally, we take off. There was a storm going on. I thought the storm was going on just, like, up northeast. That shit was going on all the way down the friggin' east coast. This was the craziest plane ride that we've ever been on in our life. This thing was, like, it was, like, 28,000 feet, 24, 25, 23, Dude, 28. The, like, the wings the, of the plane were going like this. Oh, yeah. It was like a bird. <laughs> Flying through the air, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I'd be looking out the window, and the wing be like, meow, up in the air, and I'm like, oh shit, like I'm bouncing all around, and this was for three hours. It's supposed to be two hours. It lasted like three hours. The plane flight. Yeah. The guy in front of me, it, he keeps falling asleep. So every time, every single time, the plane starts yeah. getting turbulent, this dude's head like a dude, bow, you bobble, bouncing dude. off the wall, bing. Bing, and so I'm laughing. I'm pointing over. I'm like, Kyle, look at this guy's head. It's like banging off the wall. I was like, holy shit, we're all gonna die. I thought we were gonna die for a second. I had that go through my head for a second. I was like, oh, I'm gonna die, dude. So, so much curb Mike, enthusiasm. Don't think about it. it. It was fucking insane. It was really like, like Mike and I said. Mike said we've been on so many planes so, with probably a, with hundreds. our military career and all the trips that we're doing for this this sport. The hundreds of planes we've been on, like in my life. I've been on 17, 18, 20-hour flights overseas going yeah. into the war theater and shit. This was the worst flight of my fucking life. It was absolutely insane. It was like a three-and-a-half-hour long flight that was supposed to be two hours and 19 minutes. And then we land in Charlotte. We were supposed to have like an hour-and-a-half layover. We land in Charlotte. Our next flight is at 8.40. It's 8.30 as we're getting off the plane. And Mike and I straight up full blown sprint 
from one end of Charlotte's airport all the way to the other, all the way to the end of the other terminal and get on the plane yep. at 840. And the lady was standing there and she's like, hurry up, let's go. They're not going anywhere yet. Go, go. So we run all the way fucking on the plane and we made it, dude. I couldn't believe it. And then Mike and I realized that we are completely out of shape, just completely out of shape. Oh yeah, I haven't run since uh, since the PT test in October. So when I've been eating a lot of freaking chips and shit like that, which I normally don't do, man, that was rough. That was a rough uh, run. Noah was just in the in the I set, saw him. in the waiting room there, and then he dipped out. So I just sent him a, a message to try the link again. But before he comes on, uh, let's shout out our sponsors right quick. I got the shirt on. Mike's got the shirt on. I got the hat on. Gorilla Warfare Apparel. Go to GorillaWarfareApparel.com. Use the promo code Mike and Mish and get yourself some gear. Um, they're strapping their gear on everybody. You can get 15% off your entire purchase if you just go over to their uh, website and peruse the Mike and Mish section and buy some of the stuff to support us and uh, support these fighters that they are supporting. Support, support, support. And um, of, of course, we have our other major sponsor. Here they Norcom are. Mortgage and Michael Mish are delivering the American dream to those who serve America, helping veterans obtain the dream of home ownership. They offer programs that include no money down, no first time home buyer requirement, 100% cash out refinances, rehab loans. They can help you purchase a home, purchase a condo, refinance an existing mortgage, create a dream home with rehab loans. To learn more, visit www.michaelmish.norcommortgage.com or call 860-884-2103. Greatest yeah. mortgage commercial in the history of mortgage companies, Nor Norcom Mortgage, guys, call the number. Hit them up on their social medias, whatever. Mike is licensed in 38 states. He can help you achieve that dream. To find more, right? <laughs> hey, and I see Guerrilla Warfare in the comments. You got it. That's a deal. Let's get together. We're going to make a commercial. Let's do it. Yep, we're doing it. We're getting a commercial. But our next guest is in the waiting room right now. We're going to bring him in. He's not wearing a shirt for the ladies. And he's fighting at BKFC's third knuckle mania in albuquerque and uh this dude is never in a boring fight he is the one never ever noah cutter what up dog hey what's up guys damn what's going on with you how you doing man good man how are y'all i just got in from the gym that's why i'm not wearing a shirt there you go so <laughs> oh, a little, a little something a little something special for you susan walker and joe ivy uh dude <laughs> so <laughs> so Noah, man. Uh, first and foremost, I just want to say I got this from you. Thank you very much. Kiss oh, my fist, yeah. hot sauce, guys. I'm not gonna open yes. this because the army will kick me out. I'm not gonna <laughs> try it. But when I get out of the military, but it's signed you, though. You so, best, hey. and it's signed by Noah. We love this. But you best believe when I get out of the military, I'm gonna down try it and watch. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll funnel this thing. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yep. I'll, try, I'll try a little taco or something with that on there, man. We love it. So awesome. I appreciate it. I'm glad you got it. And thank you. Hope you enjoy it when you do try it. I appreciate the shout out. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. Well, dude, you're back in there again. You're back in there. You're fighting a guy who um I want to say just fought in fucking Albuquerque, right? He was the dude that uh Jake 
Jake Young fought down there, right, Mike? What is that his opponent's name? You know, I've watched that fight a bunch of times, but I can't remember his opponent's name. Uh, Jake Young, I, yeah. I believe. That is who it was. Yeah. Well, they only did one event there, right? The, this is the mm -hmm. second event? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Noah, that place was on fire. Like, yeah. It's insane there. That's a great place. Like, Denver's great, and that place was really good, too. It's like my top top two audiences that, oh, man, it was. It, you're going to love it. Yeah, they got a big fight, uh, you know. The fight community. Crowd out there, yeah. Like we said, we've said this before on other on other shows that we've done. Like Mike and I always go out and we do a bunch of uh, marketing stuff, and we go to we just go and tell everybody that wants to listen. Anybody that will let us talk to them, we'll just talk to them about the sport and see if we can get them to come over and you know come over to the dark side and start watching the bare knuckle sport. Um, most cities that we go to, a large percentage of the people that we talk to don't know what the fuck they were even talking about. And the, and we they're surprised when we tell them about it. Mm -hmm. And they're like, really? That's a thing? And we're like, yeah, that's a thing. And it's actually a huge thing. And we show them the app and we do this shit. Albuquerque, every single fucking person we talked to was pretty much going to the event already. They're like, yeah, oh, yeah, we already got our yeah. tickets. Yeah, they already knew. And they probably got their tickets from one of the fighters, too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're uh you're so you're coming off uh, uh an impressive um your last performance you looked fucking awesome and uh like we said before all your fights are always uh one of the you know one of the more exciting fights on the card whether winner you win or you lose you go out there to entertain are you not entertained um we're really excited to see you back in there and I, I, when did you last fight it didn't seem all that long ago it was on the Louisiana car in October. So I think it was right at the beginning of October. Four month turnaround. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. Um, what do you think about your opponent, Santiago? Um, I mean, he's all right. He's pretty good. He's out of Jackson Wink and he's like an MMA style striker, you know what I mean? He uh got a couple things that he does and maybe he'll uh he might change it up for when he fights me, but uh you know, I've been watching his last fight and seen some of his MMA fights, and I got a pretty good idea of what he's going to do with his hands. He's short and compact, so, I mean, without getting into it, you know, pretty much everybody already knows that story. You know, the shorter guy versus the taller guy, he's going to be trying to get in there, so. Was, wasn't that kind of the case with you and Kenny? Uh, Kenny Lycia was a, a bit shorter than you, too, right? Like, you had the height. I th I'm pretty sure. Maybe I'm Maybe I'm tripping balls right now, maybe. Kenny is um Kenny was a little bit shorter than me. I still think Kenny's about six foot and I'm like six foot one. Yeah. So yeah. Kenny is about the same, but you know, like a better example would be my last opponent because he was six six and I'm Blake. six one. Yeah. So it was more like kind of reverse roles, me trying to get in close to him. You know, now I'm six one and he's like five eight. So he's gonna be, like I said, pretty much the opposite of roles. He's gonna be trying to get in on me. Only, you know, my plan of attack is going to be different. Can we expect a different Noah Cutter this time around? Are you taking, like, I would imagine now this is what your, is this going to be your sixth or seventh? Eight. Eight. Jesus, man. You're, yeah. you're one of those guys that, that's, uh, you know, you're up there with, with, with the Lorenzos and the Reggies of the world racking up fights for this company. And like we said, even if you uh, even if you're not on the winning end, you're always a, rem uh, a mem memorable fight. Um, 
what are you taking out of your last couple fights? Uh, and I, have you changed anything up heading into this one? Mm, not too much. I mean, like the game plan is going to be a little bit different, but I'm not changing too much up. It's still going to be the same me, even though, like, like I said, the roles are going to be reversed, but I'm not going to fight him the same way that my last opponent fought me. You know, he tried to move out and use like a boxer style technique, sticking jabs and check left hooks. You know, I can keep somebody at range with a different kind of style of technique with more than just the jab and a check left hook. And uh, I'll move forward on too. You know, I'm not, you know, just because he's shorter than me doesn't mean I got to try to stay on the outside and on the back foot the whole time and worry about him trying to get close. Like, Get close, come in close, let's clinch, let's grapple. I'm, I don't, you know, I'm ready to, you know, my coach said, you know, don't be afraid to, exactly what my coach said was, if you get close, don't be afraid to get nasty. And he's like, I've seen you get nasty close with the clinch work. So, you know, you know what to do. Get in there and get it done. Yeah, man, you <laughs> get nasty. I feel like that should be your nickname, nasty. Because you get in there, man, and it's always bloody, always crazy cuts going on. That like the, he's talking about the Kenny Lycia fight, man. You guys are freaking knocking each other all over the ring. It was ridiculous. Probably one of the craziest fights. Actually, I think we had that for uh, part of our awards. Comeback, man. That shit, yeah, come man, back for Kenny. Dude, yep. That shit was so in insane. And then, and when you fought Jordan Nash, same thing. You you guys fight all the way to the fifth round, and then you hit him, and his whole entire eye fell off. I mean, it's always something insane when you fight. It's it really is. So I expect nothing less this time around. I mean, you could probably go in there and you, you, you always, you always, ne you never cease to amaze. You know, you're gonna go in there and where are you on this card? Because I know the cards they change, but I mm -hmm. feel like you're the guy that I want starting that card off. If I make the card, Noah Cutter's gonna start think, the main uh, card because like you set the tone for the night. He's dead smack. If it if it has anything close to what they have posted, he is dead smack in the middle of the main card. They have uh, Chevy Bridges and Kevin Kroom starting it off. That's yeah, I know I'm not starting it off in the prelims, um, which, you know, those guys you just shouted, that's a good fight. Those are all good fights right there. Um, I'm definitely not in the prelims. I think now, I mean, like I said, eight fights in, eight fight veteran. I've been winning my fights. I got a pretty decent record. I've yep. been here for a long time. You know, I'm I'm pretty high, like about middle of the main card. So it's going to be fourth, fifth from last, you know, on Knucklemania 3. So we're, we're going to be pretty high in the card, and uh, I'm pretty happy about that. I, I like opening cards. It's always fun to get in there and kick ass and get out and That's watch true. the fights. But yeah. at the same time, you know what I mean? I, the further, obviously, you know, the, forget about the rankings – the further you are to the end of the card is the higher you are in the organization. You know what yes. I mean? So, yep. so yep. If, if it has, if it's similar to what they have posted right now, you get, you would be following Jamie Hinshaw and uh, Sharisa Sagala. And then you'll be right before Greg Hardy and Josh Watson. So you're like right in the heart. Right there. Oh, did they yeah. add that fight to that card, the Greg Hardy fight? Yes, that's going to be uh, right after you guys. If it's like, if it's, oh, it's going to be me, then online. Greg Hardy, then... Then Dotson and Grant. Then Grant. Co the co-main will be Trout and Diego, and then main event Hunt. Richmond. Like that said, fucking card is absolutely... Four fit from top, man. Those last... And then the girls are going to be right before me. So, I mean... And... And... 
they're saying Faria's fighting on that card. So she's going to be somewhere in oh, there, yeah. too. They're gonna, not, they haven't put it on the website. That's what they're saying. Well, then she'll be closer to the end of the card, I'd imagine, yeah. as well. So, Yeah, it's just not on the website yet. So it's like kind of flying under the radar, which kind of gets a little scary because if we were talking earlier, I we don't see it yet, which makes, uh, you know, the last time someone was supposed to, a female fighter was supposed to come, Fanny, Fanny, Palumpi. Fanny Palumpi, to fight uh, Beltran, for the title, there was issues there uh, with getting her over and COVID and all that. So, so the woman that that Faria is fighting is coming over from Thailand too. So, hopefully that that is uh, going smoothly because I really want to see Faria on that card. Yeah, yeah. that'd be hey, a great in, fight. In, in the in the comments in the comments right here, uh, Ben's asking what's your record. I I don't know if he's asking your record or your opponent's record. His opponents want to know. But Noah's BKFC record is two and four. But I want to read off your your four that you, that you three and four too because I got that total line win. Oh, and three and four. But mm-hmm. dude, Francesco Ricci, Caleb Harris, Tr- Carlos Trinidad Snake, those three are like right up in the top of that fucking division with yourself now. But like. Those are no slouches to take L's from. You know what I mean? Like your record is is three and four, but like we said, you're one of the most exciting fighters on the on the car. I mean, on the roster, you are never in a boring fight, and the losses that you have taken are all guys that are fucking champions or fighting for titles or you know two steps yep. away from fighting for a title. So yeah. you know what I mean Trinidad's we, doing pretty good. He love- he moved to two and oh. Yeah. And the other thing about that too is Trinidad's a 65er and uh Caleb's a 65er. And if you break the record down even more from three and four, um two and one at one seventy five. Right. At middleweight I'm two and one and at Yep. 165 i'm one in three so you are know you, finding out a you, higher weight is made a big difference as well are you do you do you feel like zapped when you go down to 165 are you pretty depleted to cut down that far i didn't think anything about it when i was doing it but then you know now that i'm back i just did my first fight to 75 because that was just what was available and then they're like well you can make 65 and i'm so like, yeah i'm sure i could so i went down to there but then the only thing I know about doing 65 was, especially the first one I did against Caleb Harris, I did a huge weight cut, kind of like I would for an MMA fight. And then when I went in there, I was like, oh, I'm way bigger than he is. You know what I mean? Like, I got 10 pounds of muscle on this dude for sure. But it didn't really end up helping me any in the fight. If anything, you know, the first fight I did against Francisco and the first fight I did before that at 175, I feel like I was a little bit smaller than those guys. And I almost kind of like being a little bit smaller because, you know, I can move and you see everything and you're faster. And, and you know, always when you're doing hand striking, like boxing, similar kind of striking, you know, the power to speed differential, what you'd like to give up, you usually rather give up that power than the speed. So I think just being a little bit smaller guy and find the big pounder that might be doing the same thing, making big weight cuts, guy likes Francesco guys like Modell, you know, I mean, I think I fared great against all those guys up there at the top five. And then you see a guy like Gogo, you know, he fought at 175 until now he has aspirations to go for the belt. And then he went down to 165. So, so. yeah. What what do you think about Gogo? Like, uh, Gogo is now five and oh in, in like, I'm listening. 10. I just got to grab my drink real quick. 
Uh, yes, sir. All right, uh, I'll keep talking. Sorry, no, you're good. He's I'm listening. Five, I, it was yeah, like Brian yeah, over there. Yeah. I had to get it. <laughs> he's he's five and zero oh now in ten months, right? Basically ten months, and in the or or eight yeah. months, something like that. Like, wasn't his fight in it's December? A longer like, than that, or whatever. It's it's yeah. like t- five fights in under a year. Um, four finishes. You know, the first three guys, maybe nobody heard of him, but his last two fights, that guy, um, well, how'd you say his name? Kaderov? Yeah, you, you, Kaderov, the, the Russian dude, he had bare knuckle experience over in Russia. He came over, Gogo took that on short notice and, and, you know, beat him unanimous decision. And then, uh, Udena Sedeno is, is a veteran of the game, uh, a long time MMA veteran, tough dude. He went out there and did his thing. What are your what are your thoughts on Gogo right now? Um, I think he's yeah he's pretty good. I pretty much I think what you said pretty much sums it up. I talked a little bit. I, I made a review on my new YouTube channel too. Awesome, and I talked a little bit about it at the end. It's kind of fun, you know. I, I liked his uh, you know, uh, anytime I got to do a good walkout and a good fight, a good post fight interview, that's always fun for the audience. You know, what I mean, that's the three. Want to see from the guy? His record, I think you summed it up. The first three fights kind of were, you know, easy fights, and so that's, you know, it is what it is. It wins on his record, but you know, they definitely weren't. I, you know, guys, I can even think of their names right now. But he did do the. I, I think he did. Like I said, he did them all at one seventy-five, which was smart that he just stayed up and wait. And then when he started to get title aspirations. Then he dropped down to 165 when it counts when he needs to start making the weight and to go after that belt. Um, hey, Noah. Yeah, he's good, man. This, he looked good. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I just want to cut in real quick here. You're, we're, you're breaking up a, a bunch right now. Yep, there we go. I knew I was going to happen soon. The time it was taken for that to happen, like between – Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was I had myself muted. I, I muted myself to to see if that would fucking help, but it didn't. Nah, his yeah, something's going on with his his Wi Fi, whatever he's using his phone. But uh, yeah, man, t- this card is unbelievable. When, <laughs> I, yeah, when you I sit there say. and break down the card like that with him, when you, when you're talking to him and he, you know, like his placement on the card, he is before he steps onto this card, right? Yeah, you you will have saw. Chevy Bridges fight Kevin Kroom. You'll fight. Yeah. You'll see Cedo in in his second fight against Nick Gonzalez. Then you'll see Christian Torres against Moreno. The Terminator's back against Moreno. Then you got Sagala and Hinshaw, and you haven't even made it to Noah's fight yet. Then you got Noah's yeah. fight. Then you got Hardy and Watson, Dotson Grant, Trout Sanchez, Hunt Richmond, and somewhere in there, Faria and her opponent. Like right. what? The- <laughs> he was even surprised. That's the funny thing is he's reading the names here live and he's like, oh shit, they're on the card. Oh my God. Oh, they're on the card too. Can't believe that. You know, oh, forgot about her. Yeah, it's really crazy. So if uh, everyone who's watching and Albert, thank you for for waiting. You know, we got a little bit uh, behind here. So when he comes back, we'll run the, we'll run the game with them real quick and get him through. If he comes on within the next couple minutes, if not, we'll pull Albert in here and we'll, we'll, we'll get on with the next interview because then we have grant coming in too so stack night tomorrow night we got another stack night we have jamie hinshaw yes. our third our third guest is is no longer oh okay well that's sad 
Yeah, we were, we were going to have, and, and we will get him. Uh, Noah's back. We're going to bring him on, and we'll finish up with Noah real quick. Um, but we have Jamie Hinshaw and Sharice Sagala. They're going to be yep. fighting each other in, in Albuquerque. Them two are going to come on. And we did have a third guest booked. I'll just tell you because his manager said we just have to reschedule. We're going to get him maybe maybe next week a little closer to the event. Greg Hardy. Greg yep. Hardy was going to come on the show tomorrow. Uh, former NFL football superstar, uh, turned UFC, uh, fighter turned, he just took a boxing match and fucking beat a dude boxing. And now he's going to take his, uh, take the his gloves talent, off. he's going to take his talents to bare knuckle. And remember this, let's bring that picture up real quick. It's, uh, where is that thing? It's gone. I can bring it back up. Oh, there, you, I got, you rid got rid of it. it? Yeah. Oh man. One of the biggest goddamn people I've ever talked to in my life. Noah, we lost him again. Um, I think I would we should. Yeah, I would really like to finish up that interview with him. Uh, I feel bad now, but we got Albert Incline hanging in there. Here's oh, Noah. Let's bring him. In. Let's bring him in here while his internet still turned on. Here Let's we go, it. Noah Cutter. You're back. What the hell happened? Sorry, I think I lost connection, so I jumped on my sister's Wi-Fi. <laughs> I was just uh, about to tell you that too. I was like, dude, you're getting really choppy, and then boom, you were gone. So like. All I don't good. know what we were talking about right when you got off, but we're falling a little bit behind here. So we're going to fast forward into this little game we got for you. Let's yeah, we, go. got, we got a little thing called uh, Your Cut with Noah Cutter. All you got to oh, yeah, do, we're going to give you two things. You got to cut one. One of them's gone forever. And the other one's sticking around. This is too easy for you. First up, edibles or smoke? Oh, man. Um... Cut one. I have to cut edibles. Sorry to kiss my fist, but. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, your sponsor, but that's. Uh... <laughs> you could still you could still have him as a sponsor. Just give it to other people. Or you're just cutting yeah. it out of the world. Yeah. Well, I got veteran farm as a sponsor now. So, you know. It... <laughs> oh, so you got a little but, bit uh, of both. I love them both. But if I had to get rid of one, I would have to stop doing the edibles and keep smoking. And there you go. Smoking is the OG style, yeah. right? That's the mm -hmm. way it was meant to be. Yeah, Cheech and Chong wouldn't be okay with you getting rid of the yeah. smoke. Cheech and yeah. Chong up in edibles, it doesn't work. <laughs> Number two. <All> right. <laughs> Breaking Bad or The Sopranos? Oof, oh. uh, cut Breaking Bad. Woo! Oh, man, that's a time. tough one. Right. And you can tough. take that attitude right to Albuquerque, and you can tell that whole town, fuck you and you're breaking bad. Sopranos <laughs> stays. That is where it's from, huh? I forgot. <laughs> yeah, there's like tours there and stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah. We're going to go throw a pizza on Walt's house when we get down there. <laughs> Number three. You got to cut one. Spiders or snakes? Be gone. Cut this. I cut the spiders, man. Honestly, that's the answer. spiders. Good yeah, spiders. the Many. snakes because the snakes kill more of the mice and little annoying shit like that. Spiders kill bugs. I mean, I guess how that's many, important too. But damn, <laughs> that was many, the whole conversation today. Work, yeah. We were trying to figure how many out times that. you've been sitting there watching like something on your TV and you like look up and you see a spider walking across your ceiling. And you're like, yeah. motherfucker! Now I got to kill that thing. How many snakes have you seen do the same thing? Zero. <laughs> 
I've listened. No, nah, you know what? I lived in a little crummy house with me and my buddy a long time ago, and there were snakes in the ceiling. Like, oh, no. Out of there. No, no, <laughs> oh, no, no. That's nuts. So you would actually see something like that. Like you'd just be looking up and be like, oh, shit, a snake falling out of the corner of a crack of the ceiling or something. <laughs> Dude, you remember, Mike, do you remember when I was, we were down in Corpus Christi for some military shit, and we're in the barracks. I and we, I hear, I hear people like going, "Oh shit, look at this!" There was a fucking black widow hanging from a from a web from the ceiling, and it was like <laughs> it was about this high off the ground, like just dangling there. And my dumbass, I was like, "I'm just gonna kill it with my, I'm gonna step on it, right?" So I go like this to step on it, and my toe like kicks the fucking uh the web that he's oh. hanging from and it swings out and then swings back at me and like releases and lands on the fucking ground in front of me. And then I stomped it out, but it was pretty fucking scary. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, fuck ceilings and fuck spiders and, and all that shit. Last one. Chin clash or eye poke. Oh, what the hell get cut to get? What is a chin clash? Oh, oh shin. He wrote shin. that shin. <laughs> fuck my, I'm sorry. I have a third grade education. It's a shin clash. Shin. I was like, is that like butt and head, but with your freaking? I was thinking that too. Like, yeah, you just break your something? jaw. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Shin. Our chins hit each other. Oh shit! That doesn't sound nice. Um, shin clash, like kicks. Yes. Like checking kicks. Yep. I mean, I'll get rid of eye pokes. Shin checking is nasty. That sucks in the gym, but eye pokes. Let's just. I wish that could never happen. Yeah. <laughs> There you, you go. Keep them That's too easy. Intact. That's yeah. too too damn easy. Noah, uh, if you want to shout some people out, do it now. Um, give us a prediction for your fight if you want to, and then we'll catch up with you in Albuquerque. Um, for the fight, real quick, I'm I'm not predicting a knockout. Maybe a fight of the night. Maybe a knockout of the night. I'm not predicting either, though. But my goal is to hit him with as many significant strikes as I possibly can, and outstrike him and uh put them away whether it be by knockout or by decision either way i'm ready to go and uh yeah let me shout out man big thanks for you shouting out the kiss my fist thanks to him thanks to veterans farms thank you to my boy taylor and dustin in pensacola money cuts for uh cutting my hair i'm gonna have a nice custom haircut when i go to fight um thank you to boxer point my guys that make my hand wraps and all my gear and gloves and different things like that Thank you to Sydney that does my taxes. Thank you to my coach, Dwayne. Uh, train with Dwayne, who sponsored me for my fight. I just went to Miami with my coach. And, well, he's also my sensei and got my second degree black belt in karate. So I'm going to be looking to do some more kickboxing and different things like that this year, as well as bare knuckle. And um, let's see. Let me hold on. I know I'm forgetting people. Thank you to Main Street Fitness. My gym, that's where we do the train with Dwayne and fight club downstairs. I coach and teach one-on-ones there. And um, thank you to AMF for making the shirts. And thank you to Mary Jane's House of Glass. Nice. OG. Man, I don't even got a piece of paper in front of me. And I Yo, that's that's impressive. Yeah. You, you just rattled that shit off pretty impressively. Noah. Can't wait to see you back in there. I'm excited to get down to Albuquerque and watch this incredible event that you're going to be smack dab in the middle of. Um, 
best of luck and we'll catch up when we get when we get down there mike got anything else for noah nah man i just can't wait to see this fight it's always a great fight when you're involved so i'm not even worried i know it's gonna be awesome awesome man <laughs> thank you i can't wait to see you guys there and uh shout out to dorian too my graphic designer for making everything and thank you guys man i can't wait to see you guys in albuquerque yes, all right sir. man we'll see you later later there he did you is. Just Noah kiss his fist when he did that? Did you? Get no, he did to kiss really? my fist. Yeah, he was so he, fast. He, I didn't get a chance he, to. Yeah, dude, never a dull moment in yeah. a Noah Cutter fight. We say we keep saying it. We're repeating ourselves on that shit. But I swear to God, go back and just get on the app Tune and in. watch all of his fights. Just go watch them all, and you'll be you'll be fully entertained. Gladiator arena shit. Um, this 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 next guy, uh, he he fought. Then a year went by and we hadn't seen him back in that ring. He made major adjustments, uh, hooked himself up with a really great gym, and he showed up Saturday, uh, Friday night Yes, in Myrtle Beach, BKFC 35, and this kid really showed out against a really talented boxer in Devin Gibson. Let's bring him on right now. Let's talk to Albert Trill Flight in Klon. What's up, buddy? Big dog. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yes, sir. What's up, man? How you guys doing? They're doing great. Doing great. It's good you, to see you again. You look like you're 15 pounds heavier than you were Friday. <laughs> Is that true? Hey, man, my coach is gonna get so mad, but yeah. I'm a, yeah, I, you look like you're 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 loving life right now. I'm eating pizza right now, some chicken wings. While I was waiting for you guys. Oh, I saw you. You're making me hungry. Yeah, man. Um, I got another week of the navy. I got another week where I could kind of eat easy, and then after that, I'll get back into What kind of wings you have? Um, they wanted some boneless. I call them chicken chicken nuggets when they get them boneless. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, they're really good. There's, like, Parmesan and um, hot. They're really good. I'm not going to lie. Albert. Albert, we got to talk about your, your performance this past weekend. Like, uh, I want to say that it was – one of the if not the most impressive uh it was one of the most impressive performances on that card that night only because a lot of people had only seen you fight that one time against david diaz and it was kind of a wild fight and uh it was a year a year had passed people had pretty much not forgotten about you but like you hadn't been around and but we we did know a lot about Devin Gibson and you know, they're like, wow, they're going to match him up in his second fight with a guy like Devin. This is fucking dangerous. <laughs> Boy, you really, you really changed the minds of a lot of people. Talk a little bit about, um, about this new Albert incline, the gym you're training with and, uh, and the changes you made to, to really come out and show out like you did. Um, I, what was big was the um, weight cut and the hydrogenating part. It felt so good after um, the weigh-ins to hydrogenate the right way. And I, last time I ate chicken, chicken strips and french fries after my, after my weight cut. This one, I iced some vegetables, some salmon. I hydrogenated right, drank some um, Pedialyte. It was just, it was a different approach all the way around. And then with the camp, with the coach that I have now, both of my coaches, they don't play, and they're they're really hard on me because I'm I'm a jokester, so they they tend to think sometimes that I'm not taking it serious. So like they press me even more, 
And it's just a little crazy, man, just to work out. My sparring matches are, when I'm saying, like, I get busted mouth and everything like that, black guys, like, I'm fighting legit people. We're going the full three-minute um, three rounds. Sometimes I go six. Sometimes I, um, I spar three different people, and you get a fresh look. And each of them are wanting to go in there and kill you. So it's it's a just a whole – I thought I thought what I did the first camp was cool, you know. I thought, oh, I kind of knew what I had to do, but no, it's a it's a different game when you're wanting to be like a professional and you're getting to that level. Just the training is different. When I knew Gibson, I knew Gibson was a gamer for sure. Right, and now now you're here, right? You here, you came out, and that that performance was so impressive that you are gonna get in the conversations to talk to you could pretty much match up with anybody in that 135 division this fight was at 130 right yeah but your 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 main focus is the 135 division correct so with that said now that you have come out you got this w you impressed the shit out of everybody you impressed the bosses you impressed the media you impressed the audience you also impressed your competition i would say they might say you, you didn't but they're full of shit if they say that um, go ahead and, and say what you got to say, say who, who do you want to fight next? Uh, what is the plans for Albert Incline going forward with this Bantamweight division? And like, how, how, how are your hands right now? How soon can we see you back in there? Mine's are good. I just got to wait for, uh, my stitches to heal up there. They're already closing up. I should take them out in a couple of days. Um, they, they said June, July. Well, they asked me when do I want to be back, so I told them June and July is when I plan to be back. Um, I mentioned after my after my win, I made sure to mention Diaz because I I want to fix that that loss I had, just so he can't say once I climb the ladder, he can't say that he beat me without saying I knocked him out. So I rather fix that, and then after that, go for Travis. If Cito's there, I wouldn't mind, but if he has nothing to offer me. Closer, closer to a title, I'd rather defend my title against him than have to fight for him for the title. Plus, you have Jared there. I know Jared's going to fight Johnson at 125, but however that works out, if he ends up coming back up, because he is, isn't he the number one contender still at 135 yes. or no? Yes, he is. Yeah, so, and me, excuse me, me and Grant do have a little history, so not like bad. Right. I think I think we both knew that we were gonna see each other down the road if I would if I stick to it. So um, that's like he's there. I know he's there. I'm, I don't really mention him because I'm not trying to like come off as rude or disrespectful or nothing. Like if we fight each other, then it is what it is. It's gonna be love with him, like regardless of how him and Ryan helped me for my first fight. But it's Travis and Diaz is who I want right now. So you let the promotion know that I want Diaz next. Did they seem into that or what? Nate Shook said, um, I, I, I stayed in my case and he didn't say no. He just said he didn't have nobody in mind yet. Mm-hmm. If, if they don't give me Diaz, then I'll take Travis. But it's, it's just everything has to kind of make sense in a way. You know how everything's going to happen. I think I – go ahead. What, what do you think about a, a Ryan Reber fight? The, have you uh, have you watched any of Ryan's fights? Now the now the new the new rankings just came out today, and uh, Jared Grant is still number one, Travis number two, David Diaz number three. 
that win is number four somehow. I'm I'm not gonna lie. He hasn't fought in over 15 months. I really don't think he should have a spot in that top five until he gets back active again. But he sits at number four, and then Ryan Reber at number five. The two guys that you just said you're interested in fighting, David Diaz trying to get that W back is sitting at number three, Travis Thompson, number two. They might not throw you right into a fight with one one of those two top three guys, but like Ryan Reber is an exciting new fighter at 135, and he's been he's three and zero in 2022. I think you and him could do a, a nice right. little little scrap. Ryan Ryan Reber better bring the promotion for doing it because I don't want to hurt him. But if they want me to hurt him, then I will hurt him. Um, I wouldn't mind putting my hands on him. He doesn't like pressure. Um, I think that would we, be a good a good matchup to make for sure. Yeah, if if, if they offer it, I'll take it for sure. You said he'd take it if I would have won. But then after his, I mean, he gave me my props, but I think I gave everybody a reality check. And it wasn't, that was an okay performance because I did get hit twice right here in the beginning when I shouldn't have gotten hit. Um, you didn't see the dog come out of me. You just see me do my thing, but you, you'll see me at my best when someone doesn't decide to run. And I'm standing there with me. Then you're going to see, all right, who can bang? Who got some more skill? Um, Gibson, when I said he cracked the shit out of me in the first one, he did because it still hurts to eat. But, really? But I knew that um, I was going to take it. That's why, you're eating, that's why you're eating soft-ass chicken nuggets and bread right now? <laughs> yeah, no resist. The least amount of resistance you can get yeah. from some food, right? Nice Dude, and soft. I, I ate a burger the other day and it was hurting to eat the burger because yeah, I got. But you know, Albert, um, they don't do post-fight in-ring interviews, so you didn't get an opportunity to do like what Keith Richardson did. Um, he, you know, he shouted his father out, but he he had lost his father two weeks before the. You lost your mother, dude. Um, going into that, where where were you mentally heading into this fight? Um. And and what happened with your mom? Was she sick? Uh, I don't know the story, and I apologize. Um, no, no worries. Um, yeah, she 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 was dying of cancer for a good amount of years. I say about six or seven, maybe, mm-hmm. or maybe maybe less, maybe like five, maybe. But um, it was it was just it was that time that God wanted to call um call her up, so he called her. It's pretty yeah. much what. We've seen it coming, but it is what it is. I'm going into the fight. <clears throat> Go ahead. What are you gonna say? Yeah, just like just like we said to, to to Keith, man, that that takes a a lot of you know a lot of poise, a lot of resilience to be able to go through something like that, and then so soon have to step into a ring in front of three thousand people and actually fight someone. You know, you know it's it's a it, that's a position. That if you did, if you said, I, I can't fight, I can't do this. Like nobody would have been like, what? Are you kidding me? Like, right. that's like a 100%. Hey man, we understand type of deal. Like, and I give you a lot of credit for doing that, man, because it, it makes me like, if I think about it, it makes me tear up thinking like uh, that, that, that's, that's not an easy situation. And then you're going out there and a lot of people are saying like, ah, hey, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. So that's even more added pressure on top of that. And you, and you came through. So very yeah, sorry to hear about you. your mother, man. And uh, I, I'm so glad that you did well and that you can at least 
go home with your head held high and happy about that. So it must have been great to go home to your family and and celebrate with about this, you know. I I, I knew like I'm not being like cocky or nothing. I knew what I was gonna do. It was just yeah. like uh, it was about that time, you know. Like like obviously, if you go based off my first performance and based off Gibby's performances, his past performances, it looks like they're about to slide and like I'm about to be slotted. But it was just like I I knew what I could do. It was just going there, getting the job done, and then coming home. That's all I wanted to do. Just yeah. just get get the fight over with and handle it. Um, there was there was no pressure to be honest. Um, it's another day. I'm weird like that. I'm I I know how to numb my feelings and my emotions. Like I know how to talk about them, of course. But when it was game time, it was game time. It was just like, yo, let's go have fun. Like this is what you do. This is who you are. We'll do it yeah man it was a great performance it was a it was a you know it was a courageous performance obviously coming off of something like that tragic in your in your life in, in your personal life and uh, i really think that you put a lot of people on notice that night that you you are a serious can you know, serious competitor in that bantamweight division and i hope that we get to see you back in june or july or even sooner if you're feeling up to it and uh, that you stay active in that division because it is a, a division full of exciting fighters. Uh, we're going to be talking to one in a minute here. Jared Grant's up next. But, um, yeah, we wish you the best of luck for sure. And um, is there anything else that you want to say to anybody that may be listening right now before we let you go? All you want 35 is I'm about to whoop your asses. As much as you don't like me, as much as... You can't stand me. I know you. A lot of these fighters have reached out that don't like me. And they even said like, "Yo, I don't fucking like you." But this performance, and <clears throat> it's one of the like, I I told y'all so, and this is the first like anything after this. Trust me in what I say. I I was holding off because I didn't want to gas out. I wanted to make sure that I could take Gibbons to full distance. But now that I know I could press it. In the third round, the second round, I know that I could only get stronger. It's it's gonna be a just I don't know. I'm about to whoop all your asses. That's the only thing I can say. <laughs> well, I can say this before we let you go. Um, if you go back in our comment section after we're done here, you can go back and you can read everything. Um, we got one person saying Inclon versus Cutman G. We got Cito saying the that he. Yeah, well, he probably you got Royal Reber in there saying that uh, he don't. <laughs> you got Reber, you got Shady Grady in there saying that he'll stop you. Oh no, stop it, Shady! I, I, I like you, but don't say that. Don't say that. So, so you got plenty of people that are lining up to fight you. Great job um, this past weekend. Enjoy your time off. Heal up, and we'll see you back in there soon. All right, brother. You see these, you see these knuckles? They don't want to smoke with me, but yes, I appreciate you guys for having me on, and I'm a savage. Remember that. All right, we'll get you back on next time. We'll play some games with you and shit. All right. All right, then you guys go talk to Jared. All right, have a good one, man. Thanks, thanks for waiting, man. No problem. There he is, man. That's a trill flight. He explained to me what the Trill Flight nickname was when we saw him down at Myrtle Beach. I didn't quite understand. I knew what Trill stands for, but I, I mean, like, what's Trill Flight? And go back. I don't I think it might be in or maybe not. I don't know.
But either way, <laughs> I thought you were about yeah. to tell me what it no, meant. No, no. Damn, well, I was a he, he said he said Trill was like fucking. Uh, it's a boy, musical we, thing. Yeah, but he was like, um, I, you know, if you're Trill, like where he's from, Trill is like you're down, you're cool, or whatever. But it, flight is like you're about to take off. Is like you're ready to fucking scrap at any time. Trill flight, like cool guy, fighter guy. I don't know. Ninja, <laughs> ninja warrior. <laughs> <laughs> anyways just I'll, asked him. He was just here. yeah God, i know but we're running I'm way too late, too late dude. we're running way too late um our last guest of the evening is patiently waiting he is fighting john dotson in albuquerque in two weeks from now at knucklemania three this is a huge fight big probably the biggest name biggest name he's fought in his career so far and he is moving down to 125 to do it yeah. let's talk to kid Gotti himself jared grant what's up brother What's up, guys? How you doing? Hey, what's what? up, man? What's up, dude? That up, beard's looking looking pretty long these days. Yeah, my 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 girl won't let me cut it, so she's like wants me to grow it out. I've been growing out for like nine months now. So. The yeah. old lion's mane. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, so how you been? We haven't seen you in a while. Last time we saw you was the Reggie fight, and you you had the 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 eye poke thing that happened there. Uh, I don't know if we've talked to you since that injury. Let's, no, guys, nope, let's just, we haven't talked. No, we haven't. So let's just talk about that for a second. I remember that dude that night. Let me just tell you, we, we, we were there, you know, working. But, you know, like we're kind of watching the fight from back near the curtain area because we're doing the interviews right in the back. So we're standing mm -hmm. by the curtain area and the fight's going on. And then all of a sudden the the thing with the the eye, the thumb to the eye or whatever happened, happened. But nobody really understood what the fuck happened. No, and idea. it was like a yeah. weird. It was a really weird, long break in action, to where like something happens in the ring, and then all of a sudden you're leaving, and they're not announcing anything, and like a good five minutes goes by, and then finally they make a talk a little bit about that night, um, and 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 give us an update on the eye, dude. <clears throat> well, as far as my eye, it's good. Everything's good with my eye. Um, it was a really bad eye poke, but you know, um, as far as that night, uh, nothing, you know, I'm not gonna sit here and take anything away from Reggie. You know, he, uh, he, he fought a good fight, fought a good fight that night. Um, you know, I could say that I, I didn't feel myself or blah, 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 this and that, but at the end of the day, you know, he won the fight. Um, uh, fifth round, he did, his nail did go into my eye and Reggie does have a, a past history of poking people in the eye. Um, you know, even with Travis Thompson, his last fight. You know, he, I think, I, I don't think he means to, I think it's just the way he throws his punches, you know? Right. So yeah. it, it was, it was with his thumb, you know? So it was a really bad eye. I couldn't see out my eye for almost a month. So, yeah. For, yeah, for so those who, for those who didn't see it, what Jared just described is, is exactly right. When he threw that punch, his thumb wasn't like curled under it. Was no, his he left, he, he left his thumb out. He left yeah. His, his thumb, thumb was like out to the side. So he was throwing a punch, but the thumb like clicked. Clipped you yeah, on the it eye just, yeah, it just caught my eye. And like, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say he did it on purpose because I mean, he was winning all the rounds. So I, I don't think he would just want to just throw, like, you know, right. risk fucking getting disqualified, you know, doing it on purpose. So, you know, it was just an accident. It happens. Um, yeah. You know, I just got to fight, now, fight a better fight next time. Right. And now we see, we see you training. We talked to Ryan. We know you're back, you're back, you know, stronger than ever. Dude, you're throwing some fucking weight around that, uh, yeah, that, that guy is, you know, 70 pounds bigger than you throw around. So impressive there. Um, yeah. how, like, 
but I see you, I see you in the gym throwing weight around and like doing shoulder presses with 50 pound dumbbells and shit. Like, I don't know how you're cutting to 125 and doing this at the same time. So <laughs> tell me a little bit about your, your talk, talk a little bit about that. You're cutting down to 125 to take on this dude. Well, yeah, but remember people think that when you lift weights, you get bulky. That's if you're at like a calorie surplus, you know, yeah. when you lift weights, lifting weights burns the most fat, you know, especially when you mix it with cardio. So, you know, it's not like, um, eating 4,000 calories a day and fucking lifting weights and getting jacked. You know, that's not, yeah. that's not what it is. I, and I look bigger, um, because you know, I'm just cutting, I'm just cutting whatever fat that I had. I don't have a lot of fat, but like just whatever. And it's just making me look even, uh, like that much bigger, you know? but it's getting me stronger, you know, lifting those heavy weights that I'm mixing it in with my, so I'll do my, my boxing cardio, I'll do all that. And then I'll do my weights and stuff. So I just been incorporating both, you know, dude, you're going in there against the biggest name you've ever fought to, to date, right? John Dotson's the biggest name you've ever stepped in there with. Now Dotson, he's no joke. He's, he's an ultimate fighter winner. He's like knocked out some of the best in MMA he came out there and he knocked out Ryan Benoit in his first fight. He's extremely fast. He's got a lot of power. Him and his brother both have a lot of power for, for little guys. Um, what do you think about John Dodson? Like, this is such a huge opportunity for you. And they said that they, they also said it's a title eliminator. So, yeah, big, I big, mean, big news for you, man. Yeah. I mean, as far as the name goes, yeah, it's a really big fight. Uh, biggest fight, you know, uh, biggest name I'm going to fight. Um, but as far as what I think about him, uh, I think he's taking me things taking me lightly. You know, I think he thinks it's going to be an easy walkover, um, which is going to work to my advantage just fine. You know, he thinks he's going to come in there and have an easy night. Uh, I mean, I think we both know that's not the case when uh, when you fight. So, I mean, that's just going to be him to find out that night. If anybody thinks it's going to be an easy night, if he's basing it off of your last fight, he's got to be sorely mistaken because you obviously were not yourself in that reggie barnett fight i don't know if it was something that reggie did that like maybe threw your game off but in, no, the no, no, no. in, in all the fights leading up to that reggie fight dude you're, you're yeah a, it seemed like you performed a lot differently right. that you're, night you're was a something fucking, uh, a little off right go back yeah. to the travis thompson fight and and then exactly. yeah, try to, and know. then try to take you lightly so i i think taking you lightly is a huge mistake uh, you're going to be in his hometown um biggest card maybe they've ever put together it's a huge opportunity for you as a you know for growth for a fighter you know what's Not different yet. too is jared had a baby here well he didn't oh, have the yeah. baby right but <laughs> he was born after that fight right so that was like leading yeah. up to that too um how's that been no nah, man it's been, it's, it's, it's been amazing man and i think it kind of worked out uh perfect for me because i mean after the fight after the fight literally like a couple weeks later he was born so it kind of like took my mind off of everything else nice. and then just now i like i kind of kind of helped me in a way because it got me back on track and focus like now i feel like a like a whole like just me training and sparring i feel i feel really really fucking good you know yeah yeah it gives you a whole new like meaning for life yeah, I, it does it, it, there's there's something about a kid it just does that and i get it like people without kids and even before i had kids i could give uh, shit about somebody's yeah. kids you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's still kind of like that for the most for for the most part you know like I, it, but once you get kids it's just something changes about you in your life and it's it is like you said it's a whole new motivation 
I bet you that guy kept you up all night long for a few for a few uh, weeks there. How, how how was he? What, what do you what do you know? He's still keeping me up. He's still keeping me up. <laughs> yeah, man. He's, he's. I mean, he's gotten a lot better. Don't get me wrong. He's about to be six months, so now he actually sleeps throughout the night and stuff. But yeah, man, he he's a he's a handful. But, yeah, you, you know. go from like 10 diapers down to like seven a day. That's fine. You know, now you're only yeah. spending like $100 instead of 150 Yeah, Literally, literally, literally. Do you have a, do you, is your girl stay home with him or does he go to daycare or anything like that? No, no, no. My wife, my, so my wife, uh, her mother, uh, her mother own, has her own company, like tax, tax, she's an accountant. So um, my girl works with her and stuff. So they, she could work from home. She could work in the oh, office. Nice. So, that, so she works from, she works from home uh now because she knows i'm a training camp so she you know that's the good thing about it so she she you know she lets me train she lets me rest she lets me so she does everything while taking care of the baby while she's at home so it works out perfect for me i was gonna tell you dude uh don't make jokes about like shaking the baby or anything like that at the daycare because they don't like that shit (laughs) i went went in there one (laughs) i went in there one day and this girl she's like you know jackson didn't sleep very well today and i go well how long did you shake him for and she goes, what? I go, it usually only takes about a minute. And then he goes right nah, out. Yeah, he was like, yeah, Kyle, like... you can't do that. I was like, I'm fucking around. She was like, she's like, nah, I can't don't, get me, don't get me wrong. It's, uh, he, he could be very agitating sometimes. Like the, the baby cries, especially when I just come from training. I just see him screaming. I just have to, I literally go step outside and just go sit in my car. When I had, yeah. when we had our first kid, I fucking straight up said to Amy and I feel like, you know, like so he was like, like you said, he was very gassy. He could not sleep yes, yes. one night. Like he had whatever. He had to like fucking work his legs and like work the fire. I do that all day. Yeah. I, I literally <laughs> do the bicycles with his leg, but uh, I do yeah. all that shit. Dude, there was one, there was a few like nights in a row where this motherfucker wouldn't let us get a wink of sleep. And I was like losing my fucking mind. And I, I'm like, we finally get him to sleep, and I'm sitting there next to Amy on the couch. I was like, "Now I understand why people drown their kids in bathrooms." <laughs> oh <my laughs> she God. was like, "Are you serious?" I was like, "I'm not serious." But I, 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 can I make, see it I make those. I make those jokes. I make those jokes with my girl. And she just she, she can't take them. <laughs> <laughs> I make. I make. Listen, if you knew my, if you, were, if you knew. My, Listen, if you knew my real sense of humor, you guys would be like, what the fuck? It's probably very similar a, I, to ours. No, yeah, it's very, I have a very dark sense of humor. So <laughs> yeah. the only person that's probably know is probably Ryan, my coach. He's the only one that probably ever seen my like dark sense of humor and my girl, of course. So. Well, I'd oh, like man. to see it sometime because I, yeah. I, I love a good laugh. Yeah. Dude, we just saw Ryan. So, like, you just brought up Ryan. Let's talk about your team for a second, man. You guys are a bunch of fucking killers out of that gym like uh gogo like we just talked about him a minute ago gogo is now mm. five fights in 10 months and all you know four four finishes one decision he's fast tracking you know you're the top of your division and now you're going to another division and trying to dominate one over there you got duran at 155 you got hd at 145 you got jeremy smith at 205 and 185 that fucking gym is one of the, like, no bullshit. It's one of the most impressive gyms in the, all of Bare Knuckle. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's all thanks to Ryan. You know, he's he's built us uh, starting from me. You know, I was the first, uh, his first fighter, his first Bare Knuckle fighter. Um, and, man, we just, uh, me and him both, like, you know, paved the way and started building our team. Well, he, he started building our team. You know, I'm just, I'm the fighter, so, you know. 
uh, but yeah, but you Brian, know what? A lot like, of people see you and they say, "Hey, I want to be like that guy. I want to go to that gym." And sure, Ryan's the mastermind there behind the whole thing, behind the is. scenes. But they see you in the ring, and they're like, "I want to be like that guy." So you're you're, you're bringing those guys in. No, know? I know, but I, I have to give Ryan a lot of credit. I I yeah. watched him. I watched his phone blow up a million times. Like Ryan does, his phone does not stop ringing. Like this guy's always working. Like pulling strings you know doing uh, like trust me the, the shit he does in order to like what you see is not even like 10 percent of the stuff that that like you know that makes our team what it is you know yeah it's all, it's all right and he, i know and he's really excited to uh debut your guys like shiny new toy there bryce henry is gonna be uh oh that's gonna be ridiculous that's gonna be can, <laughs> can you can you tell us in your words you guys have you guys ever seen bryce fight or no no, no, and and okay, then... no, you guys, I, I, I don't know what to say about that. It's gonna be no, like it's just gonna be ridiculous. Like the the shit that he's gonna do, like I can almost guarantee he's not gonna get touched, and he's just gonna play with the guy. Like for if he he's just gonna play around Wait with him five rounds, or 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 he's just gonna hit the guy one time so hard in his eyeball that he's just gonna fucking stop. Damn, man! Did, did he so did he fight on uh the Triller Triad card? Yeah, he, he fought the tri- yeah, he fought he fought trailer and uh he was the main event, I think. Maybe I did. He's the one that uh Ryan was talking about this past week. Uh yeah, right, no, 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 I know I know uh, who he is like by by every cuz you talk I mean we just talked to you about him but like Ryan has to stop talking about him for months. That match and, that he was talking no, about. No, you guys have to see him like you just if you once once you see him in person, you see him spar or or once you see him fight, like he's 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 world champion material. Like in boxing like in boxing is world champion material like he could beat 90 percent of these guys that are world champions right now wow man and i'm not and i'm not saying that because he's my team or anything because if you if i just saw bryce like in a gym or and i watched him i would know right there because you know i watch a wow. lot of boxing and just seeing seeing what he's done to other people like and like not not shitty people and that he doesn't just go spar like like trash cans and shit no he goes against top contender guys and making, yep. making it look easy wow you know? i i spar with bryce and i take advice like i take i learn new tricks from bryce and stuff and all that so you know and he's a he's a 145 or what is he no 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 he's 155 uh, one probably at 155 155 165 i don't know is he up there uh, he run okay. that way yeah yeah he right. He's like six four. He's like six four or something. Right. That's why I thought he was like a really. They got him at one sixty five for one sixty five. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shit. Are we gonna see a a Bryce and Gogo fight in the future? I I hope not. <laughs> you guys will be torn in the gym. <laughs> no, we're nope. all we're all pretty close. No, that's that's fucking awesome, man! I can't wait to see that. Now, John Dotson's your your opponent here, and uh, and it isn't a new weight weight class for you. But like we said a minute ago, you are still ranked number one at 135. And now Johnny Bedford's out of the picture. Uh, he has retired and hung it up. So um, I thought they had announced that Reggie is the undisputed champion. Um, they still have Johnny Bedford listed as the champion in the rankings with him Which as is, the inter- Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it's been Which- over like fucking two years since this guy. That's right. the reason why I've been taking. I was taking fights back to back. Like I took the Reddick fight, I took the Reggie fight. I was taking fights nonstop back to back because waiting on this guy would have been. I would have still been waiting right now, waiting on Bedford. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. And they he's they still got him. Well. So so he's out of the picture. You're going to 125. You're in a title eliminator down there. Is the plan still to run that back with Reggie? Is that like 
oh next, yeah of course. next on the uh, docket for you yeah yeah like i'm gonna clearly uh my the the goal is to go win go fight for the 125 strap get it um and if i have to end up letting that belt go in order to go fight reggie then that's what i'll do or maybe reggie comes down to 125 and we fight for the 125 strap you know either way i want to get you know i want to run it back with reggie i want to get my lick back you know Right. And I, I wonder what they're doing with Reggie because we talked to him down in Myrtle Beach and he guaranteed us that he's going to be at the top of that Virginia card in March. Right. It's in March. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. Who to I, I wonder who the hell they're going to have him fight because you're occupied. Um, I would imagine not- if he was defending. I don't even think he said he was defend. I don't know if he's defending his one. If he's not defending, if he didn't say he's one defending his 135 belt. Then I'm assuming he might be fighting at 125. And if I beat Dawson, then maybe they put me and him to fight for the 125 belt. I don't know. Is that too soon, though? Go ahead, Mike. So what what Reggie said in in the post-fight interview that Kyle did with him, uh, well, it wasn't really a post-fight, but he was at the fight. So we got an interview with him. And Reggie said, I can't tell you who it is or the weight class, but I can guarantee you that it's – if it's 135 or 125, it is going to be for a belt. So I'm like, okay. Like, are they yes, going to okay. unveil the 125-pound belt, or is he just going to defend his strap? So I don't no, know. No, no. I think I think it's – let's. I mean, who? there's nobody at 135 that else that he – besides, I mean, maybe it would either be me or that. It would be me or that, and we already yep. don't find Dotson. So I don't think I could think of it would be that. Um or he fights somebody at 125. He just sent somebody at 125 and dead. Uh, winner of me and Dotson, he gets, you know? So Yeah. I So if it's if it's 125, I was just thinking, like, the only person I can think of is J.R. Ridge. You know, I, I that's what that's the name that comes uh, to my yeah, mind. Yeah. They don't even have flyweight listed in the rankings. I, yeah. don't, even, no. I don't even see it. So, yeah, it, it just seems strange to me that, like, um, we'd be – you know, we're a month and a half away from that fucking Virginia card and they don't have an, an opponent for him. So I don't know. I, I feel like that might be too too fast of a turnaround for you, you and Dotson, either one of you guys to to turn around and fight him in Virginia. So we'll see what they do there, man. It's uh, I mean, depending on how I come out the fight, I mean, if I come out good, then I'm, I'm ready to go again. You know, like if I fought. In the beginning of my career, you saw me. I was fighting back to back to back, like literally, yep. like um, like I'll fight and literally next month or two months I'll fight again. So yeah, I mean, well, I went on a little streak. Very well could happen, dude. Can't wait, can't wait to see this fight with you and Dotson down there. The card's yeah. fucking insane, top to bottom, great fights, and uh, and your guys is right up there at the top, sharing a card with Diego Sanchez and and Lorenzo mm-hmm. and Mike. It, it's just awesome. And uh, and Austin Trout, unbelievable. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get you out of here. We're gonna play a little game. Jared Kid Gotti Grant, you are going to define a word. I'm gonna give you a word, and you just gotta right. tell me tell me what you think it means. These are all, all urban right. urban dictionary. Here we go. First word is munt. Munt. Yeah. What do you think a munt is? I don't have any idea what this. The munt. I don't. I think I could think of like a mutt or like a fucking mixed. Like a mixture of something? I don't know. Oh, the answer is a popular Australian word meaning something to be broken or unusable. Australian word, huh? Yeah. I was thinking Australian, so I was never going to get that shit. (laughs) Yeah. I was thinking man cunt. Oh, I said the C word. Sorry, ladies. (gasps) 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 All right. Number number two. Oh, you might get this one because I got it earlier. 
Shexting. It's fucking sexting. Like, it's fucking... Isn't that what it is? Well, or, sexting no, is sexting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shexting. Shex. <laughs> You'll get this. I know it. Fuck. I don't know. Uh... My wife got it. I asked Amy earlier, and she got it right away. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't believe it because I, I believe that women I don't, don't... fucking know. Go ahead. Tell Here me. we I go. Here it is. T texting whilst taking a dump on oh, the porcelain truck. Shitting oh, and texting. Shexting. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I've never uh, heard of these shits. All right. Go ahead. No, no, no. no. These, okay. these are all, like, way off the wall. None way off we the wall. <laughs> we don't even expect you to get one of these right at all. What do you think a Steven Glansberg is? I don't even know who the fuck that is. Me neither. <laughs> Steven Glansberg, is, it's actually from a movie called Superbad, and it's that kid oh. who sits alone in the lunchroom every day and eats his dessert uh, by himself. Yeah, I watched you, that movie. You're going to make me sit all alone like Steven fucking Glansberg? Yeah. <laughs> Number four. Oh, here's a good one. This is a good one. I do know the answer to this one. Sporking. So it's similar to spooning. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, is, Sporking. Is so, something's different. Well, it's fucking two gay guys cuddling together. <laughs> that, that is funny. Probably that is funny. very close. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Let's see it. I, I believe go, gay couples and straight couples can do it. Go ahead, Mike. The act of spooning with the addition of an erection. <laughs> ah, okay. Right. Sporking. Sporking leads to sex 99.9% .9 of the time. Yeah. Right? Spooning leads to sporking 99.9% .9 of the time. <laughs> and the last uh, one. Last one is beef walk. What, what? is a beef walk? Beef walk? Uh, fuck. Beef walk. I don't know. You got, you got, it's like when you have fucking an issue with somebody on the streets. I don't know. That's what I thought it would be, right? I think that's, that's and, what I think and, too. And actually, I asked a few people this today, and they all said that, including my wife. My wife was like, when you got beef with somebody and you walk up on them? And I said, no, the answer is going outside or away from a group in order to fart with less consequence. <laughs> that is a beef. Yeah, walk. I would have never gotten out of them shit. Dude, if you. That's that the Urban shit... Dictionary for you. That's like yeah. when you go out with like a girl that you've never been out with before, like for the first so many times, and you're just holding those things in for like four yeah. hours straight, and you're like, "Oh, you're starting to get like pain." No, nah, I, 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 <laughs> nah, I've been, I've been with my girl for four years, and I just do it right in her face. Yeah, but you know, you know, I'm talking about the first few dates where you're like out to dinner or doing something, and you're like, "Damn, I'm just gonna wait," yeah. and you hold it in, and then you get home, and you're like, "Fucking just let loose." Oh. Yeah, you just fucking let it go and blame it on the kitchen, Mike. He's blaming. I'd be like, wow, what are they cooking back there? What the fuck is that shit? Anyways, man, uh, those were tough words. You didn't get any of them. Who would? Anyways, say a few final things. We'll let you go. Uh, we cannot wait to see you fight down in Albuquerque. Take a minute, and then we'll let you get out of here. No, just uh, shout out to my sponsors, OnlyFans, uh, Brad, Native Roots, and Guerrilla Warfare. You know, Guerrilla no, Warfare. Shout out to you guys. Shout, shout out to you guys for having me on. Absolutely, man. You're welcome anytime. And like we said, uh, we can't wait to see you back in there against a guy like John Dotson. This is going to be exciting down in Albuquerque. Mike, you got anything else for him? Man, I can't wait to, just like he said, can't wait for Albuquerque. You're going to love it there. I don't know if you've ever been there before, but man, the crowd and the fans there are absolutely insane. The, the nice. best, probably the best place that we've been so far for fans. Nice. Well, I'm ready to put on a show, so. 
There it is. Well, welcome back, and we will see you in a couple weeks. All right. See you guys. Thank you for having me on, man. Later. That is Jared Kidgati Grant, the number one ranked bantamweight on the on the roster. He could be doing a beef walk right now. See, he, he played it off doing... well, but as soon as that camera shut off, like, oh my god! I thought those guys were going to talk forever. You know, Mike. Let's talk. Let's talk before we uh, we're going to hang this up in a minute here. But yeah. we did bring up the rankings. We did bring up the rankings and. Bring it up, bring it up, bring it up, We're, bring it up. There is something. I do, I do like some new things on here. I like the fact that at lightweight, Connor Turney is finally in the rankings, right? It, yeah. In, yeah. At uh one fifty. Oh no, he's at one sixty five. He's sitting at number five at one sixty five. I like the fact that James Lilly has jumped up to one in the uh, lightweight division. Tom Schof has broken into the top five in the lightweight division. I still don't understand. No disrespect to, um, no disrespect to to Chad Mendez, but I don't feel like he should be in that top five at all. And I'm only saying that because his only fight in BK in the in bare knuckle, you know, he he fought a guy who he was unranked. Fames. He fought Fames. He fought yes. a guy that he was supposed to beat. And that's and he, it. And, and he hasn't been back since. So I don't understand how he's in the top five. Now, um, another one that I didn't quite understand, and I want to see what your opinion is on this, Michael. Um, pound for pound. Oh, boy. Pound for pound. Now, I'm going to read the pound for pound right now, and I'm sure a lot of people will uh, agree with a lot of this. Um, Luis Palomino, number one. Right? Number two, Lorenzo Hunt. Mm-hmm. Number mm-hmm. three, Arnold Adams. We're still doing good here. Reggie Barnett, number four. This is this last one is the one that I I don't quite get. And and this and like I said, there's no disrespect to this guy because he is three and zero and he's been love great. this guy actually. I love him. He's I great. love him. I think he's fantastic. Houston Alexander is sitting number five on pound for pound, pound for pound, over Mike Richmond. Over, I don't Dave know, Mundell? M- Dave Mundell. I don't, I, I just don't I'm understand. No, there's I there's don't, a lot more. I mean, I, it, if you took Connor Turney's uh record in before, if you took there's a you know, dude, if you if I don't, I don't see the word men's pound for pound right there. So yeah. Christine Faria right. should be sitting in the top five if they're if they're not going to do a men's and a women's pound for pound. Maybe Christine should be there, but no disrespect to Houston. I love this dude. He's been a fucking, he's been around forever. Wow. How about, yeah, how about Gogo? Yeah, Slaughterhouse is in the comments saying, well, Gogo, five and oh. There's, there's a lot, there's a lot of mystery in that one right there. I don't it's really know very how. Very mysterious. Went. It's, and, and I thought, I thought there was one more that I didn't quite understand. I'm like trying to breeze through them. Well, for me, what I don't, I'll tell you the one that, that I, that gets me and it's back to the uh, cruiserweight number five at cruiserweight. That was the one that I was going to bring up. Number five at cruiserweight is, is a tool of Kakar. Yes. Is a tool of Kakar. He fought BKFC 17 dude in April of like 21. He hasn't fought in almost two years. He's fought one time. He's one and oh. Um, now I will admit when you breeze through this roster, there's not uh, a lot of cruiserweight. There's not a lot of cruiserweight, 
But honestly, Chris Camozzi at 1-0 makes more sense. Chris Camozzi at 1-0 should be in the top five over Isatula Kakar. Um, Jeremy Smith is 3-0. And I know that his his only one fight at cruiserweight he weighed 195 but he is one or no when he's three and oh in the last year so he would make more sense i don't right quite understand can you can you make sense out of this like no 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 it's he's it's it's silly it's silliness that's silly i don't know <clears throat> the the one that i was gonna say going back to flyweight um is is, is flyweight even listed though yeah men's flyweight tyler randall at number one Josh, uh, J.R. Ridge is number two. Marciano Hernandez is number three, which I have beef with. And number okay. four, Daniel Alvarez, five, Carrie Caprio. So I don't believe that Tyler Randall should be first, but, I, you know, he he went one and one this year. J.R. Ridge, I think, put in a little more work this year and has more wins. So I think I, that kind of tells its own story. No, I mean, I think they probably even agreed themselves. Yeah, Marciano Hernandez even being ranked, I don't think it's – Right, because of the fact that he hasn't fought any good talent at all. I mean, not even close to. And I feel a little bit bad because I don't mean to be disrespectful. He did fight Joe Gregory. He passed away. Wicked cool dude. I like super sad uh, that he's lo- that he's gone. But like we all know, if you go back and watch his fights, he was not like a top tier fighter. That is one of the fights that Marciano Hernandez, and he was at number one forever. So, like, I don't know. And the other guy he fought, same. It's like kind of the same thing. So the guy fought like two Dude. guys that like do not deserve someone to be ranked from fighting. It's, it's Tyler crazy. Randall is coming off a loss. Yeah, he's Dude. coming off a loss. I, how he did he go? Wasn't he like against Carrie Caprio? In right, Florida. but he was like ranked third. Third or Yeah. So he went. So he, he jumped cu- over Ridge somehow. So, so he Don't know loses. He yeah, he loses a fight and goes up two ranks to one. And then Joshua Ridge in the same time has gone two and one and looked amazing in his last two fights. So yeah, you know what? They're getting better. These rankings are getting better. There's a there's a lot that I do like in here. There's a lot that make a lot of sense. But the the Kakar one definitely needs to be uh, figured out. I I feel like uh, that one is insanity, um, and the pound for pound to leave Mike Richmond or Gogo or Dave Mondell or Christine Faria out of that is a travesty. And uh, but you go through those rankings, and I think people will like a lot of what they saw. So good well, on them for figuring this thing out. With that said, uh, we got a we got another show tomorrow night, guys. We are excited to talk to two ladies tomorrow night. We got Jamie Hinshaw and Sharissa Sagala, who will be fighting each other. Yeah. At Knucklemania three in a couple weeks. Um, that should be a good little battle. Yep. Shout out to all the fighters that came through tonight. Um, Cedo, uh, Noah Cutter, Inclan. And Jared Kidgotti Grant, all four of you guys are awesome. We can't wait to talk to you guys again. And uh, shout out to Guerrilla Warfare Apparel for sponsoring the show and Norcom Mortgage, as always. Yep. Mike, do you have anything else for the peoples? No, I'm good to go. Like Joe Ivy said, somebody tucked me in. I'm looking tired. That's just the horrible lighting I have here. Look at how beautiful I am back here. 
not so beautiful. Pretty soon. Pretty soon. I'm, the, I'm a, I, what is it? A, uh, no, that's time. That's time. Or it's, it's, it's good from far, but far from good. Yeah. Is that what I'm saying? <laughs> Beauty is nothing say but a, a light switch away. I was going to say a two at 10, but a 10 at two, baby. <laughs> I like the, I like beauty's nothing but a light switch away. That's, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, everybody, we will see you tomorrow night. Uh, peace.